0: back ladies and gents to at hto football we're on twitter we're in your ears all your podcast platforms you'll find us you'll find lots of fantastic episodes and talking about fantastic episodes we're going to be giving you another one today it's still the summer it's still transfer season and we're still reviewing the very best transfers in premier league history we're still throwing it a little bit back. We're, we're bringing it more forward in time. We're not quite nostalgia depths, but we're still in vintage years of Premier League. I'm with my co-host Andrew. It's another cracker, isn't it?
1: It is. Yeah, we we kicked off the last time with Rob on Premiership Polls, who joined us for the the segment looking back for transfers from sort of summers of '92 all the way to '97. And today we're going to look at '98 through to 2003. So um, yeah, we're we're, we're well into things now into the series and uh, looking forward to kicking this one off today.
0: Yeah. And um, I think it's going to be dominated by a couple of teams. But we'll speak about that as was the Premier League era. So I think that's fair enough. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see, but there's some, some huge names. And I think if most people think back of Premier League golden eras, I think we're going to, we're going to talk about some, Big, big names in the world football um, here. I think it's the interesting thing for me is we spoke from the 92 to 97. They were your sort of vintage sticker book names, lots of British players clearly dominating those early transfers as well. Um, here we are seeing the, the global superstars come from far afield, and we're seeing names that would go on and dominate the Premier League for sort of five, 10 years to come. So, 1998, who have you got in the running?
1: Uh, well, summer of 98. So, Arsenal are on the back of their double win um, and United are obviously looking to come out strong and they do so. Um, with my my shout would probably be Yapstan being the sort of the name of the player coming over from Lazio, obviously huge reputation um, and a position that they needed to strengthen really. If you look at that United side, that was probably an area of the pitch where they were lacking um, in sort of top draw names, um, particularly sort of the, the early the early, early to mid-90s where obviously Bruce and Pallister were just sort of, uh, you know, the regulars. But um, Yapstam comes over with a big, big reputation and a big price tag. But he does live up to it, considering if you look at the season they, they, they go on to have. However, um, I would say in terms of impact, and I spoke about this on the last episode, that I do want to always mention some names, really, of players that, had more of a lasting impact on the league really so that summer we had players like Lundberg coming over from Sweden to, to Arsenal obviously hit what a great Arsenal career he had and a, and a big big game player as well um, Nobby Solano um, comes to England um, a bit of a cult hero himself um, as is Wim Jonk as well he's at Sheffield Wednesday um, so you know and, and, a, and a very very young James Beattie makes a move that summer as well so um, Yapstan but but um, I thought there, there are some notable names as well there.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think Gapstam, he wasn't here for very long, obviously, in, in the Premier League. But the fact is he's still spoken about as one of the best centre-backs that's been played in the Premier League. And I think that speaks volumes. To only be here for, what, two and a, two and a half years like he was, um, to then be spoken about in that light is, is phenomenal, really. And like you said, the season they've gone on and have, they gone and win the treble. Um, United were splashing that year. Dwight, I think Dwight came in as well in that summer. Yep. Dwight York. Um are on.
1: No, that's later, sorry. Yeah, no, it's later. We
0: were about to speak to him. We are about to speak to that. Um, yeah. And also players in their prime. Yaps, 25 at the time. Dwight York, 26. They're going spending big money to win straight away, and that's what they go and do. And you're quite right to point out that they were obviously, you know, Arsenal in the 97-98 campaign winning the double, overhauled a massive points deficit, and United lost quite a few games. They looked fragile at the back there. And Yapstan comes in well, I, I mean, believe.
1: Yeah, Arsenal won the league with quite a low points total, didn't they?
0: Yeah. I, I think I think 98 as well. Um, other names I was thinking about that took sort of that, uh, Desai, um, mm. struggling mm. to look past my you know, again, Premier League impact. You're talking about a French player coming off a World Cup win as well. Mm. Um, so and, if-
1: yeah, and also leaving leaving AC Milan at a time where you wouldn't really
0: So for me, I I, I was close between the two, really. So two centre-backs are our names there. Yapstam and Desai. Um, 1999, let's pull out a couple of names that people might like, but without wanting to give the game away, there is only one winner by a long, long way here. But who else caught your eye in 99 before we talk about...
1: um, Um, the the, 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 Well, apart from... Yeah, as you say, apart from the real obvious choice, I think some... Some other mentions would be maybe someone like Thierry Henry, someone like that. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> um, no, obviously I'm jesting. Um, well, I mean, Sammy Hippier is, is um, would be a shout for me um, coming over to Liverpool, um, yeah. and, a, and a real and another a little bit of a cult hero. Liverpool fans still adore him today. Had a big impact at that club. They obviously big part of that that side that went on to win a few trophies that season. Um, obviously, 0-1, I think it was. Yeah, um, or two thousand. Um, Jermaine Defoe makes a move that summer, and obviously, what a what a great Premier League career he had. Um, by the way, yeah. um, Didier Deschamps, big name coming over from Italy. Um, Mario Melchiot, um, who spent a lot of years in the Premier League, obviously ending up, I think, maybe Wigan. I think um, Robbie Keane as well makes a, makes a move that summer, but no, I mean as you mentioned at the beginning, like you cannot look any further than the great man himself.
0: Yeah, no, I think so. It's interesting as well that sort of Jimmy Floyd moved away from the Premier League, didn't he, for this summer um, and he came back again. So that was, the, you know, so that was an interesting exit soon to arrive the following year. Um, Hamann as well, year in Newcastle before coming over, um, down back down to, to to Liverpool as well. So they were making investments again to shore up uh, defensively. It's clearly a, 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 a vibe that All these big teams are the 98 and now 99 was were, were strengthening their defence, but not Arsenal because Arsenal went and signed a a, a sort of out of sorts Thierry Henry for uh, to replace, of course, Nicolas Anelka, the outgoing Nicolas Anelka. Mm. And uh, I, I hear rumor has it that Thierry Henry went and did some good things in the Premier League.
1: Yeah, just a bit, just a bit. I mean, the odd goal here or there. I mean, yeah. it's. It's interesting as well. If if you look at United's summer that year, um, they're 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 obviously basking in the glory of the treble, um, but they don't really back that up in the market. Um, no, true. Now now I mean they didn't need to, <laughs> but they've brought in Mikhail Silvest five million from Inter, Mark Bosnich on a free, Taibi on a free. And that's pretty much it, really, in terms apart from some of the odd loan here or there. Um, so maybe a missed opportunity for United. I mean, obviously they go on to win the league again uh, for the next couple of years. So you could argue that that's nonsense. But um, maybe just an interesting moment there where they don't go again. Um, yeah,
0: they they're clearly happy where they were. Arsenal needed to uh, needed to invest. Obviously, Thierry Henry goes on to become one of, if not the greatest Premier League player of all time. Um, but certainly the impact he has on Arsenal and the league cannot be understated. Still, I think the only man to get 20 goals and 20 assists in the same, same campaign. Which oh, and just...
1: and you, you just cannot as well overlook that fee as well. I mean, £14 million. Yeah. I mean, yeah. having said that, no, we're obviously we're, we're saying this in 2022, you know, at the time in 1999. That's obviously. Um, it, would,
0: it would have been a decent amount of money, but yeah. we just sold an Elka at the time for 22, 23 million. So, yeah, it, it, yeah. you know, it's almost half price of that. And don't get me wrong, Nicola and Elka goes on and has a fantastic career. But I don't think anyone genuinely but, believes he's not. It, I guess
1: a, a, just a, 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 an un, a sort of an untried and untested twenty one year old who played a lot of time out 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 wide, as we know in a way, it's quite a lot of money, really, looking back. I mean, it, that, that, that would have is, been over. especially
0: in those in, in those days. So, as you say, and also the age, 21-year-old. By like now, you have your Kylian Mbappe, you mm. know, towered at plus that, you know, moving to PSG at 20 for however many mm. much he moved to. Before. But back then, you know, you didn't really feel like you'd sort of cut cl- your cloth, you know, earn your stripes until sort of 25, 26. Mm. And yet, you know, that's a lot of money, but money well spent. One of the best Premier League players of all time, Mr Thierry Henry, I think, dominating... That summer of 1999.
1: I think as an Arsenal fan, that summer I I would have been, um, I would have been more excited about us signing um, Davos Suárez from from Real Madrid, who only a year before was was doing bits at the uh, World Cup in France, Um, and he comes over for sort of five million from Madrid, and you're thinking that's like the that's the name, the big signing, but obviously those two careers went a completely different way after that.
0: Absolutely. Um, 2000. Who arrives on the shores Mm. in 2000?
1: Well, hard, I found this quite a hard one, really. Um, well, my instinct was to go for Robert Pires, but I can't. I can't keep going for, for <laughs> Arsenal men here. It's a little bit heavy on the bias. He's my one of my favourite players ever. It was but, a
0: summer of heavy investment um, for Arsenal. A year of heavy yeah. investment. Van Bronckhorst. Yeah, we, we go again in, in forward positions quite significantly as well. Having gone for um, Henri the year before and Suga the year before, you know, you're looking again. Is it is it the summer of Wiltord, Todd? It's the summer of Jeffers. You know, we, we're talking about really bolstering that front line. Perez, Will Todd Henri, and actually, you know, and I know Will was sort of in and out of the team at Arsenal for many years, but he was still uh, an integral member of that squad. And we're just spending a lot of money. Um, you know, mm. so it's a it was an interesting time. I think other ones that popped up for me in general, um, another young striker hitting the Premier League but who'd gone on and have a great career, good Johnson, yeah. Chelsea. Like, oh, there's another 21 year old mm. arriving from Bolton, this, mm. yeah, snipping, snipping at Chelsea, uh, five, five and a half, six million, something like that. Mm. That's a great buy, that's a great little buy. Um, who else, Vidjuka to Leeds, yeah, now you know scored a good few goals against Arsenal, talking of, um, but a good player. Um, obviously, for it was like playing for Celtic before that, wasn't he? So mm-hmm. to come down to the Premier League for Leeds, store and that team until they would go down. So it was quite an attacking summer, though, if you look at those signings, but it's also the first move of someone who may feature, or first big move of someone who may feature in our, in our list later on. Um, but he doesn't do it in the summer. But we've got, a, we've got an inkling for one of the most expensive defenders in the world moved this year uh, to, to Leeds in the Rio Ferdinand. But I think he'll f- feature in our summer transfers in a couple of years' times.
1: Mm, yeah, I mean, Redbrov comes over for, with a big reputation from Dinamo Kiev to Spurs Very in big. The summer of 2000 as well. You've got uh, Christian Carambo who came over to join Middlesbrough. What a, what a f- um, actually, looking back when we're doing the research of this, Tom, Middlesbrough from from around about 99 to sort of 04 makes some like quite old signings actually, like name wise, it's quite interesting. Um, which we'll talk about in a little while, but Carambo was one of them. Um, but I, I can't, I can't overlook Perez. I can't like the impact he had on the league. And you know, what was he? Was he footballer of the year? I think in 03. Um, yeah, no. the goals he scored from midfield, what he won. I just can't, 2002, open.
0: but yeah, he- yeah, just to start a stuch and I'm yeah. gonna put, put the right to play the to even with the knee ligament issue um on double winning season there. Another one to pull out just because I I think it's a funny one for transfers. Uh Craig Bellamy moved moved uh to to, to Coventry. And the reason I think the pull that you I pull that one out is because how many clubs did Craig Bellamy pay for? Probably on the move almost every summer but he played for about 20 different teams, whatever he did. So uh, Mm -hmm. it was a young Craig Bellamy moving, and he must have got used to that summer transfer windows, moving every bloody summer, uh, wherever he went, but a good Mm -hmm. player. Um, 2001, uh, dominated really by uh, the the Manchester spending power. And I think this is when the Premier League is starting to really hit big money all the time. Um, Two attacking players, one one sort of top striker in premier league history i guess
1: yeah i mean it's i um i'm struggling with this with this one um because there are a few options that you could go for for different reasons so my first pitch would be I see rude van nistelrooy um who joins united um and this is a this is a side who are transitioning really from the York and Cole era. Um, I know he comes over. I think it's a bad injury, doesn't he? I think early on, Van uh, Nistelrooy. But um,
0: he well he was also he was also tated to go to United. Yeah, a couple of years before, mm. and mm. got the really bad knee injuries, um, and then the the move fell through, and they waited for him, and he eventually turns up, and just a goal machine. They also splashed massively on Veron didn't they that year mm. um you know coming over uh, and I think that's the best part of fifty million plus for those two players which mm. you were that is a lot of money back then you know that is a lot of money
1: well actually I think that when you looking over the dates here of these years I actually think that's the start of United really going big I mean if you look at the next three or four summers after that they really add big big signings to those which we'll talk about in a little while for the for the next three or four years really Um, yeah uh, and they really they really do start to dominate the market before obviously uh, Mr Abramovich turns up I mean Sol Campbell on the free transfer we've got to mention that as one of the most contentious transfers in Premier League history Um, what, what a signing immediate impact goes on to win the double with Arsenal I would I would say that is probably one of the best
0: Value um, for money by pound, India, Yeah, pound, pound for pound, pound
1: ever, yeah. Incredible I mean, we're, we're sort of missing Frank Lampard here, moving from West Ham to Chelsea. I was 14. just about to
0: say, Frankie um, Lampard, you could argue in terms of Premier League impact.
1: Yeah, it's, it's probably him.
0: It's, it's him. For over over this summer, there were bigger names moving at the time. You know, Verón for 35 plus million, 30 million, whatever it was. It's a huge coup from Italy. But the, the reality is, Lampard stays in that Chelsea team for however many long. Wins ridiculous amount of trophies as you say in the Abramovich era. It's it it has to be him. Um, van der Sar arriving, um, yep. who would obviously go on and be big a Premier League Yeah, big name from the continent. Premier League arrival at Fulham for a few years, and you know would still go on and do even greater things. Clearly at Manchester United, so that's another one to mention there. But yeah, I think I'm probably landing on Lampard just in terms of Premier yeah. League impact. But I'm uh, but, but that Ruud van Nistelrooy for, again, for a couple of years, you're talking an incredible striker.
1: I mean, just a wealth me, of goals. If you think about the... I've got, I've got all the names of, like, the previous years of, like, 18, uh, 99, 2000, and then I've got the ones just after Lampard turns up at Chelsea. And you just... It, it just props to Frank, really, that he was able to join a club in 2001 um, for a fairly big fee for an English player at the time. Um, And yet he manages to withstand and survive the Abramovich era, you know, and he joins in 01 and Abramovich turns up sort of around 03 time and Lampard is still there, you know, a decade or so later. It just goes to to show like what a top pro he was, the managing to sort of um, keep off a lot of those big, big names that were coming over for Chelsea.
0: Yeah, no, a fantastic, a fantastic asset to the Premier League as well, and and you know I think with, with John Terry would form probably one of the most anonymous duos you can't think of many that just sort of stay together for year on year out uh, and and do so much for the game and so much for their club, um, but you did reference that the money would continue to be splashed in the in the red half of Manchester as we moved into two thousand and two, uh, and yeah, well, I think world record fee, at number one, isn't it?
1: Hmm. Yeah, yeah. And um an area of the pitch where we mentioned earlier with Yap Stan signing, they did have a spell United sort of after that treble win. And Stan obviously leaves United fairly soon after he arrives. Um it's a, it's an area of the pitch where Fergie was obviously trying to um, Laurent Blanc came over, didn't he, from from France? But he was quite an old man at that stage, really, Blanc. He was like a good name, good reputation, but he wasn't spring chicken, mm. um, whereas um, Rio Ferdinand was. Um, and he obviously saw something in Rio when he was at West Ham, then at Leeds. What a great impact he had in the Leeds side. Yeah, that like so far, said, you know. So,
0: only a couple of years before he got yeah. to Leeds, 18 million, million, big money, and then going you know to what, the United. Actually, interesting, interesting, isn't it? Plus. I think, look, like,
1: I was watching. I was. I got a, a, an image up on on Google actually earlier of like that signing where that famous picture of Rio in his cream suit at Old Trafford, um, and I just wonder is was that the first real, um, not glamorous signing uh, that the Premier League had seen? But there, there did seem to be something about it. I know the price tag obviously helps, doesn't it? But it did seem the first real
0: I, I think you've got you've got those
1: stopping signing
0: yeah and you've got this 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 peak of the the globalization i always feel that like these big signings happen off the back of world cup years as well so this 2002 summer um you, you I look at the other names moving off the back of good world cup campaigns you've got uh, gilberto silva who comes to arsenal after being the screen for brazil and then obviously going on and being part integral part of arsenal's unbeaten campaign sort of 18 months later uh, you've got even Elhaz well, Jouf moving to you know back of the World Cup campaigns.
1: Yeah, I was I, I didn't bother writing them all down, but um, obviously Liverpool Liverpool uh, saw what Senegal had been in the World Cup. Yeah, but...
0: and it's, it's really interesting to follow those trends. And, you know, as much as these football clubs have fantastic scouting networks across the world, guess what? Nothing does uh, your chances of wonders like having a good World Cup campaign. And I can't believe that Mm-hmm. Um, the a lot of these players uh, would have been on the radar of necessarily all their clubs, and yet good World Cup campaign and the Premier League are snapping them up. Um,
1: it would be rude not to. It would be rude not to mention JJ Akotcha coming over for free oh. to Bolton. I mean, and as an Arsenal fan, I was actually um, struggling through this period for the next three years. Actually, of these Bolton signings that Sam Allardyce was getting over, sort of uh, Stelios, Ivan mm-hmm. Campo, Kevin Davis. El has doff. It was starting to bring back the old nightmares. Tom, you remember that from yeah. that period? We really struggled with that. We Bolton really struggled time. with
0: that Bolton team, and it threw away the title actually in two thousand two, two thousand three, um, to Bolton. So um, yeah, um, uh, Robbie Keane, obviously another serial mover that finds his home, finds a home at Spurs, where it would probably be. He's probably sort of best known if you look at Robbie Keane's career, like I said, another man who moved around a you know, Inter and Liverpool and country before that. But probably best known for his, his spell at Spurs or two spells at Spurs, clearly. Um, and yeah, that's the start of that love affair there. So it's another good move. But for no, it's, I think it has to be has to be Rio world record fee for a centre back at the time, wasn't it? Well, and yeah, um,
1: maybe maybe the maybe the man to blame for the sort of English tax, you know, where it all sort of started, really. Yeah, with, with, yeah, with I'm sure.
0: Yeah, well, you know, sheer in the nineties, Rio's taking that mantle on, and it just continues on, doesn't it? Um, Two thousand and three, big, big money, and and I think it's the is it the arrival, isn't it? Of course, of. Of Roman Abramovich and Chelsea's very, very many millions, which would be very, very many billions to come. So, I mean, if you could pick, maybe we talk about a couple of those Chelsea signings before we actually probably talk about what well, we, we definitely talk about the one that's going to have to be the biggest impact on the Premier League, um, up there with Thierry Henry, um, in kind of level impact. But Chelsea money's arrived. Damien Duff comes to Chelsea. Crespo comes to Chelsea. Hernan Crespo, that's a big sign-in for the Premier League. Makaleli. Makaleli. Huge impact for the Premier League. And for many years, you know, so good, they named the role after him for many years. Uh, but yeah, the Chelsea money is well and truly arrived. They obviously don't go on and secure the title this campaign. However, they wouldn't have to wait very long, would they, with the money they were splashing there?
1: Yeah, I mean, looking back at this period, the, the early Abramovich days, the first summer was a bit of more of a... A message to just strikes strikes some fear into the league. Like the, I mean business, but yeah. we'll talk about um, the next summer. The ne- obviously the next episode in two thousand and four, where for me they actually do a lot better business. That's where they actually make yeah. some real, real giant signings that have a, a huge impact for many years at that club. But for that summer, I didn't really write anyone down because I just felt like maybe someone like Joe Cole, I think, was quite a good sign in that summer for like nine million. I think from West Ham that that that, that stood out because of the longevity and he was very young at the time. is a bit more of a risk. Whereas the Crespo's Mutu, Duff. So the, 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 I remember, remember
0: Mutu. I mean, Duff did a good yeah. job for the City. Yeah, he
1: did all right. Yeah. Right. I, I just felt Muto like none arriving. of them really.
0: I really liked him. I thought he was going to be really special. So mm. I thought Crespo was, I mean, he was late 20s, so he wasn't over the hill, but I did, I felt that signing was for the money. Do you know I, mean? I felt? It was for the getting a name in, whereas I thought Mutu would, would be really special. And obviously went on and had issues on and off the pitch. So, um, I think no. I think of the Chelsea signings. Obviously, Makaleli is obviously going to be right there mm. as, as a top one. But you're right; they're they they're impactful
1: signings. Um, you know, happened well, the following summer. Yeah, something. that's the following summer. Actually, looking back, like wow, <laughs> we'll yeah. talk about that next time. Um, yeah. But, no, but, but obviously... one
0: man, what well, one man leaves Manchester that year, Mr. David Beckham. So although it's not a rival to Premier League, but we've not got a to talk bad about global impact. Man. Yeah, global global <laughs> impact. David Beckham leaves. And they're not going to get in someone who's going to have as big a global impact, are they? Are they? Are they? I think they probably, do.
1: It's probably the best upgrade.
0: <laughs> it's, it's crazy. But, you know, obviously upgrade in terms of ability At the time it was yeah, yeah. Yeah. But no, but it's also, you know, if you could have said, oh, this person's going to come and arrive and possibly become a more famous footballer uh, on the world stage than the man that's just left, you'd think you're crazy. Hmm. Because, we, you know, they're getting in an 18-year-old uh, show pony flashy Portuguese winger and he goes on to become Cristiano Ronaldo the second best footballer of all time <laughs> I had to slip in there with my messy yeah. bias but no he goes on to become yeah. uh, Cristiano Ronaldo the, the superstar
1: mm, yeah yeah CR does arrive um, and CR seven. I remember I still remember now this is why obviously like the greats do this don't they but I still remember watching match of the day when they played at home to Bolton um i think it might have been his debut or he started or came on in that game and um i remember seeing those stepovers and well you know they weren't the most effective stepovers but it, but it looked it looked pretty um and he's kind of like his hairstyle that i think i'd say definitely improved over the years cristiano um but yeah i mean immediately with the white boots and it, it, everything was just so exotic wasn't it <laughs> um he was yeah and and um yeah, what, what, what? I mean, you, you could argue it he was he sort of better football was 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 playing in Spain for Real, really. But, um, yeah, for seventeen million, I think it was, according to according yeah, to transfer but marks, it's a lot um, of money
0: for a, a, a young player. Yeah. But you're right in terms of, you know, they've gone and splashed cash on an eighteen-year-old, and it's more than than paid its worth. I think. Look, looking back at this era, you know, ninety-eight to two thousand and three, we've spoken about. And although I feel like the first five years were kind of more stacked a year on year with quality, there have, you know, you could argue the two greatest, the two best players ever in the Premier League are purchased in this five year stretch, six year mm. stretch from 1999 well, 99 to 2003. Thierry Henry comes in in 1999 and Cristiano arrives in, in 2003. And to this day, they're the two, they're probably the two best players that's ever race to game in, in the Premier League they would certainly probably come up top so massive massive years for Premier League stars the you know their evolution and and the the ability to stay prevalent in in world football for so long mm. um, you can't really look past those two no. some fantastic names
1: and, and and maybe maybe the years are slightly off here but it, this this sort of chapter of Premiership sort of Premier League history does sort of bookend that that real intensity, doesn't it, between Arsenal and United, I think between like ninety-seven to sort of 04 Yeah. That was when it was re- I mean, we had the tunnel incident a like lot, sort of more in 05, but but um this was a period where and and no surprise with our selections this on on the on the pod today, where we've gone for either a United or an Arsenal player. you could have really.
0: had a United mm. or an Arsenal player for every yeah. year. So nineteen 19- <laughs> In 98, I mean, I'm sort of leaning towards Dessay, but you could easily have Japsdam and that was your selection. 99, Thierry Henry is an absolute no-brainer. 2000 could easily be Robert Pires. do you know what I mean, in terms of brilliance. 2001, Rude van Nistelrooy. 2002, Rio Ferdinand. 2003, Cristiano Ronaldo. And, you know, and there's lots of Arsenal players and they're like, you, you said earlier, like Lundberg, Will Tord, Pires. potentially that we're not leaning on, but they're Gilberto Silva. Fantastic players.
1: And, and, and I guess... You could also say as well, like what what a great job that Arsene Wenger was doing in that period of time. You know, Ars- Arsenal bringing Henri, but an unknown really. You know, Pires not a huge name, not a big fee. But apart from that, Arsenal weren't weren't spending we weren't splashing the money. money. Look, look, you we look weren't. at
0: those United signings that we've just yeah, spoken about: exactly. Rio, Stand, world record enjoy, fee,
1: Rio. You know, so LeBron, Yeah, I, know. I, I think and and an Arsenal were 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 able to nick a couple of titles in, in that period of time and, 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 a, and a double as well. And, you know, so I think it just goes to show what a great job he, he did really in that period of time where Man United were the, the the big boys, but we were able to step up to the plate. Um, I, I've
0: mentioned it on a few podcasts before and people, I don't think, you know, if they're not Arsenal fans, they're not going to remember this, but I don't think people truly appreciate um, how close Arsenal got to not only retaining the title in 1999 after their double, but actually completely stopping uh, the the um, the Man United treble mm. with the gigs goal in the FA Cup semi-final. Arsenal had a penalty for eight seconds earlier of Dennis Bergkamp. We should have won- gone on and been in the in the uh, in the FA Cup final. And in the league, Arsenal only conceded, I think it was it's something like 17 league goals, mm. 17 league goals, and yet finished second in the league which is astonishing um, it's you know how can you only concede 17 league goals in 38 games and, and we um, Arsenal are pit to the title by one point so this is an era from 98 Arsenal winning the double 99 Arsenal on the cusp of another double but actually Man United get a treble phenomenal and um, they share the Premier League title all the way through until Roman Abramovich comes and disrupts that in 2005 no one else really gets a look in so you're right the 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 Not only did those two teams dominate English football, but the signings ring true to that. Thierry Henry, Cristiano Ronaldo arriving in that seven-year stretch and dominating English football.
1: Mm. I mean, flash forward a few years to now, and we've just, you know, we're in a we're in a transfer window, aren't we? Where Liverpool have had to react to Man City making big waves. You know, I guess there's nothing new, I suppose, when you've got the two when you've got the two giants at the top of the game, that's what they're going to be doing each summer, aren't they? But I did, it did feel like then that there were just two, really, whereas now you could say, well, Chelsea go big. United yeah. can go big. You know, Newcastle are going to be coming. So be
0: imagine, it, well, imagine doing this in five or 10 years' time hmm. and talking about Newcastle's going to spend £250 million per player, which I'm sure we could well be doing. Well, um, but I was, was going to
1: say, I think in our next episode from 04 onwards, I think those fees are going to start to rise sharply. <laughs> you
0: know, they are going to
1: rise in a big way. 2004,
0: 2009 up next then. Um, some big players. Um, obviously, stay tuned. Stay listening for those. Uh, yes, the arrival of, of Chelsea. And then towards the end of that era, 2009 onwards, we're going to see the arrival of Manchester City um, in, in the ability to go and spend money. And that is going to be special. It's going to be special to listen to. So please keep on tweeting in your biggest signings from Premier League years gone by, and maybe maybe send in who you think is going to be uh, the superstar buy of this year. And maybe we should ask that at the end of the the end of the collection in terms of who's going to be of the twenty twenty two signings, who's going to make the greatest impact in Premier League history as we look back. But for now, keep listening and take care. Thanks, guys.